today we're talking about Dabe, a Salman Khan masala film about a corrupt cop who lives fearlessly. I'm Rose. I'm Hannah. And this is the last film in our cop series. Yes. And this is one that is just for fun. It's also extremely, it feels very foreign. This is not a beginner movie. Definitely, what do you say, intermediate? I think so. It's understandable, but it's weird. It is. And there were so many moments at which I was wondering, how would this come off different? Would this seem less insane if I were Indian? I think it seemed over the top, even to Indian audiences. So this is a masala film, and masala films are, technically they're just films that mix genres, but honestly, most films that I've seen described as masala films tend to be, yes, some genre mixing, but also really over the top. They incorporate a lot of Bollywood cliches in it, but Mm -hmm. they tend to have action, humor, romance... Some melodrama. Yeah, that's usually the main main thing. And generally speaking, they're not meant to be taken seriously. No, they are not. (laughs) These are purely for entertainment. Masala movies are a lot of what people think about when they hear the word Bollywood. Yes. But Bollywood means Hindi movies. So, yes, films made in Mumbai, formerly known as Bombay. Yeah. (laughs) So that doesn't mean big showy musicals that are nutty. And this is, of course, one of the most perfect examples of a masala film. Mm -hmm. There is a plot. It does make sense, mostly. It hangs together, certainly. It does. But the plot also kind of veers off from itself and goes on offshoots. To the point where I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot the villain was in this movie. There's a lot going on, and none of the plots are that deep or anything. Well, I think the biggest part of it is the war of the mustaches between the two brothers. Of course, (laughs) Salman Khan has a sort of John Waters-type mustache. Weird choice. Yep. Especially considering he apparently tried 50 different mustaches. Oh, did he? Before they settled on that one. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, I don't know how many they must have tried for his brother, because they picked some kind of, like broom stash that was way out of control and looked insane. (laughs) So there you go. But there is violence, but it's very over the top. Nothing too gory. This would definitely be fine for even younger teenagers. Right. Because there's some of the action that happens um, in the really high speed action stuff. They do things. I mean, Salman Khan is doing things that you're like, well, I guess that's just magic. Yeah, they they physically don't work at all. One time he just crouching tiger hidden dragons up to the second level (laughs) of something. And then other times he's flying through car windows in such a way that it doesn't make sense. It's cartoonish. So so it takes away any gravity of a lot of the violence. Yeah. So definitely younger teenagers is fine. Tweens, any of that. Yeah. And I found the action scenes to be very entertaining. They are. (laughs) Because of how cartoonish they can be. They absolutely are. Which is good because if you're not entertained by the action scenes and the song and dance numbers in this, you're going to be really bored. Yeah, that is very true. 
or all the constant little dancing that Salman Khan breaks into. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, some of the humor was... I've never seen him dance more. He's just a fun-loving guy. He really is. So he is. So he's a corrupt cop. Mm-hmm. Unashamedly so. Which I sort of missed that in any of the descriptions. So I was like, <laughs> wait, this guy's the hero? He sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Even when he's trying to get with this woman, his love interest, he's so aggressive and weird about it that I was like, all you have to... And she seemed so not into it that I was like, if there was different music playing and this guy wasn't the star of the movie, he would be the villain. Just because of this. He would yeah. be a creep and a half. Oh, I know. And this this romance in this movie totally plays into the, if she says no, it just means try harder. Yeah, as long as you're the hero, no means yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there's other things where, you know, lots of Indian movies are like, you know, harassing women makes you evil. But if you're the hero, it's never really harassment because she's always really into you. She's just being coy. Yeah, exactly. Or in this Kind of just angry. <laughs> yeah. Like she's really being coy. Because she's actually not that interested. I mean, she's... No. It's not that she wouldn't want to marry him, but she's got other things on her mind. Uh, yeah, if you had to take care of her alcoholic father, you'd probably be a little bit angry, too. Yes. But there are a lot of really Indian cultural concepts here. I mean, starting out with the childhood of the two half-brothers, where... The father seems to be favoring his natural son instead of his adopted son. Yes, because he was the son of the wife's first marriage. She was widowed. Yeah. Placing all of your hopes and ambitions in one son rather than in all of your children. Horoscopes being really important. How about the fact that both grown sons live with their parents, including the son who the father doesn't like? Yeah, that was pretty amazing. I mean, you get the why one son would be, since families live together in India, but Salman Khan doesn't get along with his father. He does love his mother, he but he doesn't, his mother. he doesn't get along with his father or brother. You'd think he would move out. I know, because it seems to be a very small house. He is devoted to his mother, so that's another thing that is very traditional. They both love their mother. One of them more than the other, it seems. The other one's so wrapped up in his unselfishness. He, yeah. It's not that he doesn't love people, but. Yeah, but he's like, well, I know this thing's super made her cry, but. I'm, I'm going to do it anyway. Do it. Yeah. So really the corruption, I mean, he's a lovably corrupt cop. Yeah. It's a really like wink and a off you go, you scamp. Yeah, he's not doing any real harm when he's he just, extorts money from these criminals and releases them. All all he's doing is extorting criminals, stealing money, scamming the government by shooting a guy so that he'll get some kind of compensation. Not telling the guy he's going to shoot him. He sure didn't. Yeah. I did, did like that he was like, who else wants a promotion? And they were like, uh, no, I'm okay. Next, <laughs> next time. Yeah. I'll get you next time. I also like that his character seems to try really hard to be cool. It's not that he's not cool, he you know? He really does. It's just that he really works at it. With his sunglasses? Yeah. On the, on the back of his collar so that he can see behind him? That's his explanation, although there are people who do that here, too. Usually it's because your shirt is unbuttoned too much to make it realistic <laughs> to do it in the front. <laughs> so it's never the sign of someone you want to hang out with. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So the other thing we didn't mention is the villain, played by Sonu Sood. 
Yeah. Shall we say? Yeah. Again, spelling in the show notes. <laughs> yes. This guy plays a lot of villains, and he actually plays a lot of villains in Telugu films, but he's been in Hindi movies also. That's interesting. He's He's, really good as a villain. I liked him. He was, yeah. And I've seen him also as a hero, or at least a good guy. He was in Happy New Year, which we haven't watched on this podcast. And he did a really good job in it. It was a pretty limited role, but Boy, he got his shirt off a lot. I know. Let me tell you, he was oiled up. Yeah. Yeah. You know why he got hired for all his villain roles. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But it's hot in India. Too hot to wear a shirt. It's very hot. No one said it wasn't hot. And the better your chest is, the hotter it gets. So (laughs) It's true. Can't wear a shirt in those conditions. Yeah. No one would ask him to. (laughs) Exactly. They got two classic cop character actors in here. Om Puri. Yes. And Morley Sharma. Oh my gosh, yeah, he's in so many. He's, including Singham, I think. He I I'm pretty positive he is in Singham. And he's constantly a cop. They're always delightful. Yes. <laughs> Wouldn't really be a cop movie without them. No, you just love to see him. It tells you it's a real police station. Yeah. Now, the other thing, there's a lot of common strange translations in this. Mm-hmm. So they'll say, isn't it? When what they mean is like, right? They also say until when they should say while. So they say a few times in this movie, until I am alive. And what they mean to say is, as long as I'm alive. Yeah. Or until I die. But that's really common also. And they'll also pinch their throat to signify a promise. And then you grab your earlobes. To signify sincerity. They do all of that in this film. Mm-hmm. So this was a really big movie for Salman Khan. He, it had two sequels, the last of which just came out recently. And it really helped solidify his image as an action star. Yes, which I have really only seen him in action movies. Mm-hmm. So it's strange to me to realize that he was in basically a bunch of romantic movies. In the 90s. What a sweetheart. I, what? No. I know. <laughs> I can't even imagine it. His looks have weirdly changed a lot since he was younger. So I'll see him scrolling through Netflix on covers of things. And I'm like, is that Salman Khan? He looks so different. Yeah, he's really bulked up. And it's mm-hmm. helped change the shape of his face, too. It has. It's so strange because he hasn't gotten fatter. He's just gotten really beefy and, like, thick. He looks like a bodybuilder. Like, he just has a bodybuilder mm-hmm. type of body. He does. His he, he doesn't have much of a neck anymore, I'll tell you that much. No. <laughs> but all the better to carry young girls back to Pakistan. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a real... I feel like there was a real item number. Oh, there 100% was. <laughs> so let's talk about the music. I really liked the music in this. It's kind of yeah. that kind of pleasant poppy sound you want mm-hmm. from your Bollywood movies. Yeah. This isn't going to change your life or anything. No. But I enjoyed it. Yeah, All the songs and the dances. And there was a lot of singing and dancing, which was also super fun. Yes. Salman Khan is always willing to dance in his films. He is. Even if he seems to only do extremely similar dance moves. <laughs> He was doing these moves, and I was like, this looks a lot like your dance from Bajrangi Bajan. No one said he was a talented dancer, (laughs) just that he was very willing to do it. Yeah. 
But there is a legit item number that yes. is done by a local prostitute. Mm-hmm. Like they all always seem to be. And it is very much about how she's an awesome prostitute. Yeah, just for you, baby. And it was a really good item number, I thought. It was great. Her dancing was great. Yeah. The song was catchy. Mm-hmm. So if nothing else, just, you know, look up the singing and dancing in it. You'll, yeah. you'll, you will not regret it. <laughs> so now we'll take an interval and we'll see you on the other side with spoilers. So what did she think about the romance plot and the way that wrapped up? That her father kills her himself in order oh, for them to that? get married? That was horrifying. <laughs> so the deal is that she won't marry anyone as long as her father's alive. She said this and she's because really she stubborn. she has to take care of him. And it's kind of interesting because it does drive home the fact that it's really only traditional, I think, for the husband's parents to live with you and not the wife's parents. Yeah. Because he hears that and he's not like, well, we can let he can live with us. He's just like, well, all right, well, I'll just wait for him to die. <laughs> yeah. And that was nuts. I mean, yeah. So he's talking to the father about this and he's like, look, I want to marry your daughter. And so you need to help convince her that this is the right thing to do. And he's yes. like, well, he's, she's really stubborn. You re Will you really take care of my daughter? Okay. And then he goes off and kills himself. Like immediately. Yeah. And Salman Khan, I mean, to be fair, he's not, he's like, you know, I, I didn't ask you to, he's, he's looking at the scene later because he doesn't, he's not there when it happens, but he looks at the scene later and he's like, I asked you to give up your daughter, not the world, but he's not sad about it. It's not like he's not going to marry his daughter. Yeah. He's like, now I owe you a lot. Thanks, old man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That was nuts. So there's so many things about this romance that were problematic. I think, and again, I I really think so much of this could have been, look how horrible this guy is, except that it was the hero, so it wasn't. Yeah, and clearly this plays into existing Indian stereotypes for how an acceptable romance might play out. Right. But for modern day viewers, it might seem a little weird <laughs> and archaic, maybe? Yeah. I mean, she definitely never seems like she's into him, and then they're singing a song in the police station, and she's, like, smiling at his antics. Yeah. It, oh, my gosh. That police station thing actually was, I think, the worst thing he did. <laughs> he humiliated her using her drunk father, who is the hardest thing in her life. Yeah. And then basically is like, okay, well, I guess you can go then. Um, you should smile, though. A thousand rupees to anyone who can make you smile. Yeah, which is like, you know what women love? Getting told to smile more. <laughs> but hey, it works out. They do a great song about smiling and... <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. I liked the actress, though. I liked her a lot. I think she was really... She had a lot of really great screen presence. I did like in their romance song, though, that there's like little heart transition and like all like the hearts made out <laughs> of lights. They were not scared and... to use a bunch of electric hearts. No, it was it was funny. I, I liked yeah. that. And then, of course, he ruins his brother's wedding. 
That was bonkers. So I guess this is the idea that the oldest child has to get married first. I guess so. But I think it's also that he suspected that his brother had stolen the money. I don't. There's so many things where I'm like, I don't know who thought what. But he he saw him. He's like, oh, you're buying those fancy clothes even though you don't have any money? Where'd you get the money? And he was like, well, blah, blah, blah. I'm getting married. And he's like, okay. Yeah. Don't charge him. And I, th- I think he knew that he had stolen the money. Of course, then he tells the shopkeeper not to charge him any money because he's his brother. And that's one of the favors, I guess, of being a crap cop. Oh, my gosh. No kidding. The shopkeeper didn't seem to mind. Yeah, because he's he's not getting shaken down specifically this time. He's just <laughs> losing whatever this guy buys. Yeah. But I mean, this this was kind of funny, though. He ruins the wedding so much that the other would-be bride's father starts crying and says that the wedding is off. <laughs> that was so weird. Why I wouldn't didn't, you just keep going? I didn't understand why. I didn't understand if it was because the family was so messed up that he couldn't handle the wedding going forward or if he, the wedding was just ruined and so he, he started crying. It was kind of funny either way. But yeah. it so, was... I, I wondered if that was just... Also, something that an Indian person wouldn't think was so strange. Yeah, the day's ruined. Maybe it's inauspicious now. I don't doubt that anybody would think that it was bad luck to have your wedding interrupted by your older brother and then the band forced at gunpoint to play for them. <laughs> and also, the their, the minister is also at gunpoint. <laughs> I mean, the gun is right there. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, even his bride is like... You didn't do the right thing there. Which I liked that she told him that. And he was like, no, live with me. You, you, you don't know me. Live with me for a few months and you'll see why I do what I do. Yeah, and that, that's not true. Because we know why he did what he did and it still wasn't the right thing to do. Right. Yeah, so his brother's romance also, that touches on class issues and dowries as well because Mm -hmm. his father doesn't want him to throw himself away on this woman who's of a lower caste right but the father was also counting i mean you can see how dangerous dowries are because the father took out this loan that he now can't repay and he was clearly counting on dowries to help him do that yeah so you see how insidious dowries become because the you know, people who have sons start counting on those and they count them in the future. Um, like, well, we'll get this money at this point. Mm-hmm. So they're counting on it to like pay for their younger siblings school and pay loans off and all this stuff. So then if they want to make a love match where they can't have a dowry, it becomes a real problem. Yeah. Especially in a culture where you owe a certain amount to your family. Yeah. Dowries, by the way, are illegal in India. That doesn't mean they don't get given, but it is technically illegal. Just FYI. I mean, some people, you know, will are principle in principle against dowries, um, but I think it's sort of a social justice issue that people are really divided on. And again, especially people's parents who are of a different generation and used to this mm-hmm. and live their whole lives. I mean, also live their whole lives thinking that they would get a dowry. From their son, I think it's hard for them. And these days, there's you'll see a lot of movies that, Mm -hmm. especially romantic comedies, that are against comedies. Yeah, against dowries. Yeah, I just I saw one the other day. Yeah, it was a big deal. In 
So I guess we should talk about the actual theoretical main plot (laughs) of the film. Which I forgot about. The villain showed his face again, and I was like, oh, right, that was part of this movie. Yeah, so this has to do with the fact that also politicians are corrupt. Mm Mm-hmm. This guy wants to be the only person from his district who is in this political race. And there's a really popular guy, the father from Bend It Like Beckham. I love him. He, he Basically, he knows he can't beat him. So he blows him up. Yeah, actually tricking Salman Khan's brother into delivering the bomb, too. It was a really long con plan with a lot of things that he was just assuming would happen. Yes. Um, he set Salman Khan's father's factory on fire. So they lost everything. The father was in the hospital and he needed to pay for his treatment. So he came to this guy and was like, look, I'll do anything. And he's like, okay, take this box of mangoes to this guy and give him a false story about something that you want. So he does. And I don't know how you could fit a bomb that powerful into a box of mangoes because the entire (laughs) complex blows up. And Salman Khan's new wife's brother was there. Yes. And also got blown up. And then we later find out the same villain confronted Salman Khan's mother in her own home to take money from Salman Khan, who... Money he'd extorted from right the, their henchmen, <laughs> and throws dust in her face when she has asthma, and then takes her inhaler away from her and smothers her with a pillow. So he's the worst person in the whole world. Yeah, a real monster. And finding that out at the end of the movie is what makes Salman Khan literally Hulk out of his shirt, <laughs> and the shirt blows away. To reveal Salman Khan in his full glory. And then we can have the boss fight. But Salman Khan wants to make amends with his brother and keep him from finally going down the wrong path 100%. And his brother, when he realized what happens, and then gets told by this guy, oh, so now you have to kill your brother. Says, no, I won't do it. Because he has a little bit of a heart after all. Yeah. He's not so bad. He's not. So they join forces and reconcile. And guess who faces no consequences ever for even unwittingly delivering a huge bomb? (laughs) His brother. You know what? That's still not as egregious to me as what happens with his father. So (laughs) Salman Khan goes to visit his father in the hospital Mm -hmm. and basically... Who has basically disowned him. Once his mother died, he was... You know, he came into the house that they all share, and his father was like, what are you doing here? We're not family anymore. The only thing connecting us is gone, so uh, peace out. Right. But in this, in this movie, at the end, he goes to visit his father in the hospital, and he's like, I don't know why you ever left me. And he's like, you never called me dad. And then they both start crying, and they're like, oh, now we love each other. dad now. Oh, it's not too late. I mean, I was like, I'm sorry, you can't blame a failed relationship with your stepson on him i know he was a literal child yeah the fact that he never called you dad how about give it a few years and treat him better than you did how about it was because you showed clear favoritism because his brother wasn't that much younger than him which means he was pretty young when he came into the house right and then they're just like completely reconciled no problems a hundred percent that was the weirdest part of the whole movie to me i know And don't worry, at the end of the movie, 
we're at his brother's wedding. He's getting married to the girl he loves. And also, Salman Khan's wife is pregnant. Happy endings all around. Yay! Except for all those people that died, but who cares about them? And all of the people who... He didn't change his ways. He's not suddenly not corrupt. Oh, yeah, totally. So, sorry. Yeah. So, the perfect movie to end our cop series on. Exactly. (laughs) Our next series is going to be movies based on real-life events. It's just going to be a little series. Just three Mm -hmm. little movies. (laughs) The first one is Airlift, starring Akshay Kumar. And that... Involves the invasion of Kuwait by Iraq. All right. Which did affect Indians, just in case you were wondering. And that's available to rent from YouTube and Google. The next one is going to be Nirja, starring Sonam Kapoor, which is about the heroism of a flight attendant who was on a flight that was hijacked. And then the last one is Raid, which stars Ajay Devgan. And is about the tax office raids in the 80s that were much more dramatic than affecting (laughs) than you might think at first glance. All right. So we'll see you next time on An American's Guide to Bollywood. For more of An American's Guide to Bollywood, go to guidetobollywood.com. To contact us, write us at moreismorepodcast.com at gmail.com.